0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Trader Cold Crypto Show. I've got Shash here, who is the CEO and the co founder of Altcoin Buzz, which may be where you get your news from, especially if you're here in Singapore. Mate, it's a pleasure to have you on the show.
1: Nice to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: And I've got some very interesting questions because you, you're you out of Singapore, right? I live here, yes. You live here. So you've, you've, you've seen Altcoin Buzz grow quite a bit uh, with the space. When did you first start Altcoin Buzz?
1: Uh, I started Buzz with Jeff uh, back in the middle of 2017. Uh, The goal was always to have a channel where we put out our opinions. I always liked doing research. Jeff always liked making content. So we combined forces. uh, Almost two and a half years down the line now, we are a team of 30 people creating content, trying to be not super biased, uh, very stark differently from where we started, which was just for fun. It's become a more serious business now. Yeah, because you're a bit of an entrepreneur. You've done quite a few
0: things now, right? Is is this the first venture in the crypto
1: space? Uh, in the crypto space? Yes. Uh, actually, in the early 2017, I wanted to do something in the crypto space when I found out about it. And like there are a few options that you can do here. One is uh, get people to fund into an ICO, which made no sense to me. <laughs> At least, like for me, I was like, You take people's money, then what do you do with it? And the coin doesn't make any sense, so the, that was an idea I dropped pretty fast. The other one was uh, to, to do something of a like an on ground thing where people could buy and sell Bitcoin from you, which is an OTC thing, but I, I don't think I felt too secure about it. I don't come from a technology background. Uh, then the third one was to provide consulting services for legal, accounting, marketing, and set up a form for that. I thought it was too early for that as well, so getting into the media space and just like talking about stuff that you learned was easy and at the same time I felt had value in the space as well.
0: Perfect. Well, it's come together very, very well, obviously your traffic's growing now. Let me ask you, do you see a correlation between a surge in traffic and then a surge in Bitcoin's price?
1: Yeah, it's the other way around. It's, it's, it's <laughs>
0: yeah. I was trying to work out which way it goes, yeah. this comes first and then you go from there. So you
1: definitely do see the correlation. There's definitely a correlation, I feel, uh, even amongst the Bitcoin community itself. They see the price and they're like, okay, whatever. But if they see the price and it's moving up or down, then they're like, what happened? So then the search volumes go up quite a bit as well. I think YouTube is now the second biggest. Search engine in the world, so um, th- that's why like we keep connecting our content between the website and the YouTube as well. The reason we want to grow our website is because that's the one we literally own in a way. Um, YouTube is still on YouTube, uh, but it's it's super exciting. Like this is the yeah. most exciting time.
0: Oh Matt, tell me about it. I mean, there's a. Really- sounds like this. This is not normally what my voice sounds like. We've been going everywhere, I've been interviewing everybody and I've been learning a great deal. Uh, Speaking of learning, tell me what's the most, uh, what gets the attention of your readers the most? What 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 sort of story, what sort of article makes them go click, 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 click read? How do you attract that sort of person?
1: I think to a certain extent, people like to know what's happening with the prices, like what's happening on the trading side, what's happening in the... uh in the movement of prices basically Uh, but I think over the last three years since I've been like studying uh, the community quite a bit it has changed quite a bit as well like people get attracted to good use cases people get attracted to companies getting traction in terms of user user base as well Uh, there's a lot of attraction uh, for people to understand more things to do with decentralized finance uh, even centralized finance companies like Celsius Network, Nexo, yeah. uh, Crypto.com, Binance, they have all these multiple centralized finance services uh, that are getting a lot of attention as well. And people love to know what's going on. So w- the hottest thing right now would still be a price, okay. right? Like, but besides that, uh, there's a lot of improvement in the demand for technology. Uh, decentralized finances versus centralized finance. Crypto gaming. We started a blockchain yeah, gaming that. segment. Yes, yeah, so that's a separate, a separate. Um, well, blockchain gaming, right? Yes.
0: How's that going? I mean, that must be. It's combining basically a lot of the people that came into crypto came in through gaming, right? So it must be just taking off.
1: Yeah, like if if you see that uh, Magic the Gathering cards was like the one that was Mount Gox named after, anyways. Yeah. Uh, keeping those things into perspective, you see how many gamers have been millionaires in the crypto space already. So many traders are either engineers who study data, or many of them are gamers as well who understand, uh, you know, this this space rather well as well. Uh, Blockchain within gaming can essentially be used for three basic reasons. One is you use the blockchain to authenticate if a particular Uh, move took place or not so example you and I are playing poker yes you can't cheat you can't cheat in case your electricity goes away and you're like no I clicked it but you did not have electricity so that's there on the blockchain and it says you did not move Makes sense. Uh, so when there is high stakes games happening etc that's a good use of blockchain for it as well the second one is when a game wants to use it as a currency so they want to have an in-game currency where uh, one piece of the currency is equal to the second piece of the currency. That means it's fungible. Yeah. Yeah. So and then they can have a big supply and that can be a, a, a platform in which that currency is used. The third one, which is most dear and near to me, is blockchain items. And these items can either be, you know, you want to represent something of your own and you want your audience to kind of have a piece of something that you've created on the blockchain. Uh, It can be used to uh, make audiences interested. It could be for a musician to do pre-sale of an album. Uh, It can be for game items as well. And these game items now can be used within multiple games as well. So I can make one game item. and you're a game developer, you can use it in your game. And there is another game developer, he can use it in his game as well. So the last item we made just for fun on the engine platform can now be used in four different games.
0: Wow, so there's a huge amount going on in that space. When it comes back to the news side of things, I mean, you've been there since 2015 um, in
1: the crypto space, is that what I just said?
0: 2016. 2016, and you started the you started the writing around the same sort of time?
1: Yes, okay. research started around the same. So, so you've stuff. seen, a lot of change. Yes. What's been the biggest change you've seen? Ethereum changed a lot. Okay. So Ethereum about that, yeah. Ethereum changed the space quite a bit because before that a lot of focus was on currencies. Yes. And people were like yeah. blockchain cryptocurrencies will be used for payments and payments and payments. But then when Ethereum came and people started doing smart contracts, it became more about platforms. So where cryptocurrencies were meant to be a mode of payment Mm -hmm. suddenly became a mode of community building. It became a way that people can actually invest it became a tool for investment i'm not sure if i really like that bit but it did become that yes. the changes happen with people coming up with smarter and more intelligent use cases for things that they can do with cryptocurrency rather than just payment and i don't think the problem that we need to solve is to buy coffee Like that's not the problem bitcoin or ethereum needs to solve there are other financial issues that these currencies need to solve and they are slowly getting towards solving a lot of interesting problems that the world has in terms of finance.
0: Excellent. Well, mate, look, it's been an absolute pleasure
1: having a talk to
0: you. I I do appreciate the time. I love the publication. Is there anything else that I should have asked you that you want to tell us about?
1: Uh, no, I, I actually been a big fan of your work as well. And I think you've been like working pretty hard at like getting people connected with each other, getting all the information out. And like, it's, it's really finally so nice to meet you as well.
0: My it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank for you. Your time. Ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic day. See you again soon. Bye for now.